Welcome to another episode of Adventure AI, a D&D podcast. I'm your host, Alex the Language Lord. In this episode, Jason, Tyler, Ian, and Juan will recap Season 3, The Tower of Sacrifice. All right. Thank you, Alex, for that introduction. And uh, we're here today to recap uh, how Alex did on the Tower of Sacrifice. So we'll go around and uh, talk about that a little bit. Just a reminder, I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Tyler. Tyler, Hi. How are you? Yes, it's me. And this is another episode, which means I still have to do the plug. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. No, we're not on Facebook. To TikTok, share with your friends, Adventure AI or dndadventureai.com. We'll take you to all of our links. Perfect. Go Just go on a quest to find us. Go on a quest to find us. I think yeah. we we have a Discord, too, that technically up until now has only been people who've played with us. Ooh. Uh, but we're probably just going to open it to listeners too, if they want to yeah. come in and chime in and have some. Oh, stuff. If you want to play with idea. us on Discord, you're welcome. Absolutely, we can all play. All right, cool. and then we've uh, speaking of playing, we've got two players here, Eden and Juan. Thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for doing the Tower of Sacrifice with us. And, Hello. And almost being sacrificed in the tower. Not cool, man. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> All right, let's just talk uh, general thoughts. I want to kind of get uh, Eden. What, what was your thoughts on on the adventure? What, what kind of stood out to you? Uh, the main thing that stood out was that uh, we survived. Yeah, yeah, good For job. Uh-huh. That yeah. was the Jason main one. on this podcast has a history. <laughs> just kidding. It's only one other uh, season, but he uh, he did kill the other players in that one. So That's I true. That. I, I think it was more Alex than me. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm. I did have one player death this time, though. That's no, true. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. That not was bad. good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, too. I'm like, well, here it goes. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> good. What about you, Juan? What, what stood out to you? Um, the oh, there's an aha moment, and I missed it. Is what stood out, and I'm like, oh, it's when you miss the one thing you said. Oh, we should have done that, and you didn't do it like more thoroughly. But it wasn't a big one. I was like, oh, we should have investigated that area a little bit better. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. So there was a uh, a magic item in the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, it was an amulet. It was actually a locket. It was Sarah's mm. locket, oh. and uh, and it gave uh, a bonus to your spell casting ability. Gotcha. Well. Yeah. You know, in the long run, though, it was it was it was a good thing. Glad we overlooked it. It was a good thing we didn't go to the you know yeah because that would have gone to the sorcerer and uh, and that could have posed some problems. So maybe in the long run, it was good. You'd even had a one time uh, one time a day effect where uh, any spell you cast did max damage. Oh whoa! Oh yeah, yeah. dang! That would have been fantastic. (laughs) Fireball! Fireball! Knocked you guys out and your entire family. Too. Yeah, you know what's interesting is Jason and I. We had a conversation about this um, in the DM prep episode. Jason and I actually sat together, and we went through and had this backstory be created. Mm-hmm. And because he was like, "Oh, I think we had this idea of maybe making you the baddie, right?" Okay, yeah. And what was interesting about it was the backstory that we got for Simon uh-huh. to be the baddie was that he accidentally killed his family. In a like a spell related, magically related. I, th- I don't remember if it was. Fire it was his wife and child in a uh, yeah in a magic related incident. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was. I can't. I can't it was can't a fit of passion. Fire. Yeah, I don't know what no. it was, <laughs> but it wasn't fire, right? And then when we were in the character creation episode, yeah, they didn't make it which, fire. Which, by the way, Jason, for for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the technical reasons, Jason started a, a completely different a thread new thread inside so of ChatGPT. It was a different Alex the Language Lord that we were working yes. with. So it wasn't the it wasn't even the 
we were in the same thread in which, like, so the way ChatGPT works is it's conversational, right? So it remembers everything that happens in that thread. And when you start a new thread, it's supposed to be, they're, they're supposed to be not related to each other. At right. All. The only information that new thread had was what uh, we read to you guys at the beginning before you created your characters. Okay. And so that was all the information this new mm -hmm. thread had. It didn't know that any of the players were going to end up being betrayers and they didn't know that. Okay. Know the it, it knew about Simon, I think, because we had mentioned it, uh, but not, not anything else aside from mm -hmm. like that he was anything about his family being killed or I think maybe it did. Actually, no, I don't remember. Point is, is that it was a completely different thread. And then when we created my character, it gave him almost an identical backstory oh, in terms of gotcha. family dying, right? Uh -huh. But it was different members of the family. So, I mean, that's why, that's why the grave ended up having all those seven, other extra yeah, people. Yeah, all those other extra okay. people, people is because I took his backstory and uh, and put it into the graveyard and, and the paintings and, and gotcha. other stuff as well. Yeah. That's pretty funny. The, actually, while you were reading from his journal, I was like, wait, wait a second. This sounds like Alden's backstory. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, I okay, all right, similar. I looked over at Tyler, and he, you were just like sitting there nonchalantly, and I second guessed myself. I was like, wait, did we have that backstory? <laughs> like, like <laughs> we're all gaslighting you. Yeah, over here. I just <laughs> that's so weird. When, when was the moment where you're like, oh, T Tyler's the bad guy? When, when did that happen? Um, naming, naming Simon, Simon so, Alden. So when, when you mm -hmm. saw the portrait on the, uh, or the name below the, the uh, painting, mm -hmm. I, I was in the books. I was like, no, it just, no, it can't, it has to be like, it, there's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. like, you know, it's too much of a coincidence to not be this, you know, right. Simon, not be Alden. Like it's, yeah. Even without the portrait, I'm like, yep. The portrait was just kind of like the stamp. Right. Like right, hundred percent. Right. But like reading it, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how did that feel was that moment cool as a player to to feel betrayed like that uh i mean it was spooky i would say yeah. it, it's mm -hmm. definitely like it was like okay it, it definitely keeps you on your toes like okay wait wait that's why i was like where am i standing in relationship, <laughs> in relationship to all of this is it gonna be like just an automatic right. like yeah you are sacrificed because you are in the you know your type yeah. scenario and i was like oh no yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like like Tyler was saying, uh, there was a, a very specific uh, backstory that was created and then a second backstory. And so what I did is uh, after we do the DM prep that we record and then the character creation, which we record, there's a second DM prep that we don't record oh. where, we hmm. take, where we take all of the information from both and collide them together and make a story work for this specific group that's going on the, gotcha. the adventure. Uh -huh. And that's when stuff like um, the magic items were placed, right? The the willow getting a, uh, a staff uh, from those guardians because I was like, these guardians or, or, or the the tree the tree people, mm -hmm. they would have respect for Furbolg. And I thought that would be, that would just be a gift that would be given. And then I thought, um, and, and I did want a magic item for 
each character Good right going know. in because because I thought uh, that final battle could use a little extra help. Sure. I'm, um, I, w- I was suspicious about the fire. I wasn't gonna lie. For like the first round, I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to turn this on, which is because it's gonna yeah, like yeah. this is gonna probably bite me in the butt because uh-huh. of the fire backstory. Sure. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna turn it on just yet. And then I was like, oh, let's just risk it and see what happens. But yeah, for sure, the little bit the first, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is like this seems like a triggered. Yeah, I, I really like the the idea idea of like taking uh alden's backstory of like this killing his his parents and and siblings with fire and like putting all of his fire magic uh like out of it away his, yeah sending mm-hmm. it away putting it into this object mm-hmm. and then locking it in the tar- top mm-hmm. of this tower in a, in a cold room hide his shame yeah yeah so <laughs> that, that that was not part of the original dm prep and mm-hmm. something that uh tyler didn't information he didn't have access i'm actually to. literally finding out about this right like right now like right as we were playing is when i found out about what the, that, the whole thing was i actually created my character with like fireball as an uh, a spell, which if I had actually known that, I probably, <laughs> probably shouldn't have. I probably right, should have right, avoided right, right. it. Maybe yeah. Jason could have been like, uh, "Don't create, don't you can do anything except for fire spells." But it's because it's part of the lore, and I've been like, "Okay, yeah, 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 I would no. that. But well, you didn't talk too much about that. I mean, Eden, I am a little curious about you for what it was for you as a player with the the aha moment when it happened. It was just like the whole room felt very quiet, so it was just kind of like me, just like jittering under my own skin i'm just like oh my gosh like this is happening like (laughs) but like everyone else was just like super chill and cool so like all right (laughs) hide your excitement (laughs) 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 which which hiding your excitement works great on a podcast yeah yeah (laughs) that's true (laughs) i also did like the kind of like it was, I mean, because it was all happening at the same moment, even though we we're doing the, like, the initiative really did help kind mm-hmm. of, like, sediment that, like, this is happening in the same moment. So, right. like, you're right. coming to these realizations at pretty much at the same time, just at different places. Like, you with the journal, you with the paintings, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, okay, and him doing it. It's like, oh, gosh, we're about to be betrayed, and we don't know. And they're like, yep, there, like, yeah, and we're yeah. finding, <laughs> and they turn around, like, yep, there it is. Everything just came together. Now, I've never I've never been in a horror campaign before, and I've never run one before. So this was kind of my first experience uh, in doing horror uh, D&D. Have any of you ever had an experience in horror D&D before? I've done a Halloween one-shot. Yeah. 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 Was it scary? It was spooky. Yeah. yeah. I yeah I can't tell you details right now because <laughs> okay. I'm a very visual I, okay, I, I imagine really well oh, okay yeah, yeah. so like all the paintings were very visceral for me oh. just because like just imagining all of that I was like mm, I'm not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> gotcha <laughs> gotcha yep no no worries no worries no worries I have I have played kind of also kind of like a Halloween one it was like a it was a one shot as well it was but it was kind of like a based in the early 90s sure. Um, call um, call wow, curse of Strahd type okay, thing. Gotcha. So okay. it was like it was like oh we're a bunch of college kids we're gonna go to Barovia and just hang out and all of a sudden we're stuck in this world. But it wasn't like it had some horror to it, but it wasn't like intense. So it was it was more comical than it was actually like these moments are like really jarring. Yeah. this is really right. going on. But I mean. I don't know. I don't do too well with horrors either. Like, I'm the I'm the like. Oh, this movie's out. Should we go see it? I'm yeah. Like, are we going on a group? If, yeah. if the group is going, <laughs> I'll go. Like yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not doing this by myself. I'm not like. I'm Somebody not else driving. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, it's interesting though. Be, um, it's interesting. Even you saying like how the paintings were really visceral. It, those were Jason. You created that whole description of all those paintings was all 
Alex or no? That was all Alex. So I described, uh, I said I wanted a painting of Alex's, fa- a portrait of yeah. his family. And and so I, and I think I said I wanted there to be hints of flame and fire in the mm. one with his, mm. his parents. And then it, it wrote a description. And then uh, I also gave direction of, of not being able to see Simon's face. And uh, and then when it would write a description, I would respond, make it creepier, make it creepier. Oh. And did it like two <laughs> or three times. And, and so it, it slowly got creepier yeah, and creepier. Yeah, it definitely did. And, mm-hmm. and I don't remember all of the, the things sure. that, you know, the prompts that I gave. But it, it was a collaboration for sure with me and the AI going mm-hmm. back and forth, which the more you use AI, the more you realize it's not, it's not, to answer the problems it's to it's 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 a tool to work with yeah for sure so yeah for sure i i would say the not not because you know there's the immersion issue the only issue like take like really sediment the scary was the text-to-speech sometimes Mm -hmm. where it was Mm like oh this i mean yeah it's creepy and i'm like i'm reading it i'm like okay yeah yeah that you know but the like the voice kind of like eh Right. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Anticlimactic. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it is a robot reading. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, and it definitely, sure. like, especially like if you're trying to grasp those moments 100%, you're like, you feel it. Like, yeah, this is just a robot reading. Yeah. Though. Which, which there could be, sure, as a DM, it's, it, you kind of share in this podcast, you're sharing that, that role with Alex. And if we did that without any of Alex's voice in, um, in these, I think it would it would kind of defeat the purpose of what we're. Oh doing. no, for sure, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I'm excited for text to speech to become better. Yeah, mm. and, and honestly, uh, we auditioned a lot of voices for Alex, and the voice we picked is pretty darn good, and mm. it, and and way less robotic than a lot of stuff that we looked at, and yet it's still. Is yeah, not it quite still there. feels. Yeah. You can't quite get the emotion that you need to, but I think the big takeaway for listeners and people who, if they play D and D or whatever, would be is that, like, using AI to create these scripts for you, and then you reading it out, yeah, can actually really, really help enhance your game if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think if I was playing with a group of friends, I would read that. Yeah, yeah, well yeah for sure. That. Yeah, that's for the sure. gim- that's the gimmick we've chosen. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Our, <laughs> for no, no, and, and and for sure it works for the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we know what we're doing because of the text to mm-hmm. speech voice. Like it gives it the life that the podcast needs. Yeah, it's that uh, what's that word? Niche. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the niche. Uh, yes. One of the things I wanted to also bring up is what Jason and I had a conversation before about how, and, he, and I think he said it during the game was like, it is kind of a jerk move for us to be like, hey, come play D and D with us, and then it felt like, oh, now it's a two v one. We now just totally bamboozled you. Uh, but what we did do was we the outcome was uncertain, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. so Jason uh, had told me he said, look, once you get in that room, like you're on your own is what he told me. He's like, so so go ahead and do whatever it is that you're going to do. And I guess you had some other stuff prepped as well with uh, for sure. Alex. For sure. So a few things that we didn't hear is is what would have happened if you guys died, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, right, was, right. there was a prompt written out for that. Um, and then I did I did uh, suspect that, that Willow might use her uh, staff inside the tower and I, I had Alex write a description of what would happen to the tower if this giant tree uh, oh, really? Inside oh, gotcha. the, uh, yeah, yeah. the tower as well and how oh, to get torn oh, down. Nice. So there was, there was um, I think, so you missed that. You missed uh, your death and you missed the finding the amulet. Uh, I think pretty much most of the other prompts were you guys made it to. Um, can we hear what? That. Can we hear what would happen if we di- if they died? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what. Uh, I'm Alex also curious about the tree because that, that sounds yeah. really cool. I know. 
Well, let's listen to the one about me first. <laughs> Why does it have to be about you, Tyler? I think this is a, a player before you played that, but like uh, a player flaw of just forgetting what things I had. Oh, sure. oh, hundred <laughs> like, percent. You know, it's like oh wait, and, and, I have this emerald staff. Yeah, and and part of that is being in a one shot, right? right. Where mm-hmm. you're brand new with these characters. But yeah. you know what? I've played with so many people before who are in a campaign and still forget yeah. what their character can do. Yeah, it's because they it takes eight weeks for them to play again. That's why. I yeah, and reschedule <laughs> again. Okay, so it this does. is uh, this is Simon. And, uh, defeating you guys. As Simon completes the ritual and the tower shakes, a blinding light fills the chamber of death. When it fades, Simon finds himself face to face with his wife and son, both of them resurrected and standing before him. For a moment, Simon feels overwhelming joy and relief. But then, he notices something strange in their eyes. There's a coldness there, a hunger. He begins to back away, but it's too late. They lunge at him, claws extended and teeth bared. Simon stumbles backward, his hands coming up in a futile attempt to defend himself. But his wife and son are too strong, too fast. They tear into him, ripping him apart with savage abandon. The last thing Simon sees is their twisted, undead faces, their eyes blazing with unholy fire. The tower begins to crumble and shake, and the sounds of screams and battle echo throughout the chambers. Finally, there's a deafening explosion, and everything goes dark. When the dust settles, the chamber of death is silent. Simon's body lies broken and torn on the ground, and his wife and son are nowhere to be found. All that remains is the revenant rock, glowing faintly in the darkness. The end. That, my friends, is another total party kill for Alex the <laughs> 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 I might have Okay, so it sounds like I was gonna lose no matter what. Which yeah. Is yes. Uh, I, I actually had forgotten what was, but now that now that it's played, I remember the whole point of the Revenant Rock uh, was it was gonna bring them back as Revenants, uh, creatures of uh, undead that mm. that uh, seek after revenge, and so yeah. Simon, you you your days were numbered. My days were numbered regardless. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. What's yeah. interesting about so did did you have to back and forth with that too or was that basically the um, there, almost entirely the, spat out from no, the no uh, there there was some back and forth um, I think I I probably did a prompt saying uh, describing that I would want the his family to turn on him yeah. after that yeah and then just got the general description from there so I just just a small minor prompt so I what it didn't do was decide that you would be killed yeah right that was me that okay. that shows that uh, the description of how they killed you that was Alex mm. and I probably had did a make it creepier make, and I, I thought that was pretty creepy that hit the spot yeah yeah that was <laughs> nice uh, had you guys died and then that happened how would you feel about that just desserts I would have been fine I'm, yeah. like, I'm good I got betrayed but he didn't get what he wanted at the end uh-huh. I am good uh-huh. Yeah, I'm still like processing the fact that I would have lost again, and just like that also kind of would have sucked. Uh, I feel like next time I DM, I feel like I have to change the way I do it for Jason here. Look, yeah. just a little bit more. He he seems to go a little bit farther than me, but that's okay. Well, here here's something I was really worried. About. I I really did not want um, 
uh, Simon to win. I did not want uh, to invite you to into <laughs> into here and be like, "Hey, come play with us," and then we're gonna kill you. And like, oh. like it's it's you know, it, it was it was poor sportsmanship. I thought, yeah. and so I thought to take away that blow. I mean, it would have been off on games. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, and then Juan and Eden would be like, "Hey, would you like to join us on our podcast again?" And you'd be like, mm. <laughs> "Plus, I could have like bullies. thrown something at your characters." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I have ways, so you would have been you fine. You can get back to yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. That hurts more. That's right. For sure. Uh, yeah, let's hear what's going on. What happened with, the, what would have happened with that tree? As you raise your emerald staff, calling upon its magic to transform it into a towering tree, a brilliant green light radiates from it, illuminating the entire chamber. The rain outside intensifies, pattering harder and harder against the windows and the roof of the tower. The tree rapidly grows in size, its roots tearing through the stone floor of the chamber, shattering the altar and sending debris flying. The trunk widens, thickening with every passing second, until it fills the entire room, squeezing the air out of the space and causing the walls and ceiling to crack and groan. With a deafening roar, the entire tower begins to collapse in on itself, the floors above you giving way and plummeting downwards. The ghostly figures of Simon's family wail and moan as they're thrown around the room, tossed like rag dolls in the chaos. As the tree continues to grow, the entire tower is destroyed, reduced to rubble and ruin. The storm outside rages on, adding to the chaos and destruction. When the dust finally settles, you find yourselves standing amidst the ruins of the tower, with nothing but the rain and the wind for company. All right. So then uh, there would have been some damage rolls for mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the mm -hmm. tower. Um, it probably, depending on how deep into the fight, it could have killed everybody. Yeah. Um, it most likely would have had been enough damage to kill the, the ghosts, which didn't have a lot of um, uh, hit points to start with. Sure. Um, and so it would have been kind of a, um, a if, if it didn't kill everybody, um, and, uh, there were opposite people <laughs> on side still alive. It would have been a very short fight fight. Yeah. yeah. At that point. But okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, tell us, uh, Eden, I know you had some, uh, desperate, uh, measures that you were thinking about taking. Tell us a little bit about what was going through your mind. Oh yeah. I was, uh, considering just, uh, disposing of myself. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Just like, oh, if I just dispose of myself and like botch by save throws, and even if I did, uh, did come back to uh, come back to consciousness, I would mm -hmm. try again. Um, then there would be no bodies to be resurrected into. But then I thought I was willing to sacrifice myself to prevent the resurrection. Right, mm -hmm. uh, Tyler. Do you want to explain what the original? Um, what what Simon was originally going to do in the oh if I remember correctly what when we were during the DM prep right we had we had come to the thought of um, potentially still not revealing Simon me being Simon mm -hmm. but that we had thought that I was going to attempt to try to convince you I, I think what we were saying was yeah. that, that that I was going to find out that I could bring this woman and child back to life. And then I was going to essentially like role play this idea of, oh, we can save them. Like we're, we're, we're here to do it, but I have to use the stone and you have to choose to die. Mm. That was our original 
conversation in the DM prep episode was that we I was going to present you with the opportunity, and then if you did if you declined, then we would have initiated some sort of combat. But it was mm. like I was going to be on your side up until the point that you had made a choice, mm-hmm. which it's interesting to hear that yeah. you actually had considered it even <laughs> in a situation where. Where you were never presented with the option that you had gotten that, to that. That's actually it yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. But but uh it different. Either way you would have died, but one way it was to prevent the resurrection and the other way it was to right. bring it to about. Bring it about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 motive was yeah, the appro- different. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The approach and the motive was intended to be like, Oh, this poor woman, this poor child was killed in an accident by Simon. We can use this device to bring them back. Uh, and then you being like, oh, the good person that you are, would you be willing to sacrifice your life to save a child who had died prematurely, essentially, was the moral quandary that we were trying to to create when we were having the conversation. But, mm-hmm. you know, just like anything, when you prepare, and I think one of the things we found very often with this AI is as you start to feed more stuff that it doesn't always initially go in the direction that you had thought. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and considering how my character cried over the flowers yeah than the dead people under the ground like <laughs> it's just like it probably would not have it's like mm, i don't care true. It was like, oh well, me no, no circle of life baby no. No, it's normal yeah so that's funny uh and very interesting point to see how that kind of came about yeah yeah so uh, overall what, what would you guys say about uh alex's ability to create a compelling one shot for you guys to go on an adventure i thought it was pretty compelling yeah yeah yeah, what what just kind of uh, this is your first time playing with a with an AI, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how well did it do versus what you thought it would do? Um, I imagine it, it spat out those riddles, mm-hmm. um, and I think those were like you were saying earlier how it would be more of a partner in creation rather than like be taking over your role completely. Mm-hmm. And I thought it did a great job as an assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it set like it set the scenes pretty well, um, and all of that. And I don't know if this is a an issue with AI or just like reading out riddles or whatever. Sure. Like I had to chat in the Discord, like please paste that into pl- right, paste right, the right, riddles right. into the chat because I need to actually read it in yeah. order to see it. Um, so yeah. Okay. So so I will say, speaking of the riddles, real quick, and then we'll get to to Juan on that. Um, um, here's my philosophy on riddles is um, if they're close enough, they work, right? For example, so you actually got uh, the first riddle wrong. Oh. It was not grief. Was it, uh, wait, hold on. Don't tell me. I had a different idea than what you said. Yeah. And I think that, Honestly, well, I, I had said, no, I I, had no, what did you say? I thought it was memory. Um, memory. Like I was like, memory sounds like what it could be, but all right. I think what I thought it was, was regret. It was regret. Oh, really? Oh, oh, nice. That's what yeah, I thought yeah. it was. Uh, but Let me look uh, at because that I already knew that Jason and I were in cahoots. And, and this is, again, one of those points where I was, Jason told me that there was going to be clues throughout the whole thing. And when the I said, oh, can't see very well is that you simon yeah i thought oh crap i I didn't know that was gonna happen i thought my cover was blown then yeah but i was like oh we're gonna trick it and you guys are all like yeah we're gonna (laughs) trick it (laughs) and then we did and i was like okay and from my perspective i was like well jason was gonna make it work no matter what because anything that i said maybe no 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 so so yeah a couple things one i i thought uh i thought that introduction was uh was a good 
uh, like foreshadowing okay. mm-hmm. a little bit. So there's a little bit of foreshadowing there. And there wasn't enough information to think that that was Simon. No, right. yeah. there wasn't. No. Also, I I didn't know that Simon was going to go to the door by himself oh. as well, right? So it could have yes, been any one true. of you in the same interaction would have happened. Mm. Um, but like, I think players love the chance to trick and deceive and to get past and yeah. fool. And, and so it, it kind of set up the thing. Oh, so, so it was foreshadowing. I could see how you would be sweating. Well, because uh, yeah, <laughs> from that. my perspective, I didn't know that that was the case. Simon, is that you? No, no, like, no. And for me, it was like, a, and of course I had more information than you so i think right. from from the player perspective like you just kind of glossed over it because it was like a minute detail that you would think of yeah for me, it was like this huge there he is it's simon right there <laughs> right there and i'm like they do they notice yeah so getting back to the regret though yes um okay. i think uh D gets very boring if it's a uh, guess what i'm thinking yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so if it was if it was an obvious um wrong answer Right, um, then you guys could have been stuck there for a while, and that also would have been boring, right? Sure. I would have, I would have made up some sort of consequence or or something, and then maybe we would have had to hack the door down or whatever it was, right? Uh, there would have been a way past, um, but I think generally, as long as it works mm-hmm. and grief worked, it right? did. Yeah, I think it, it was a great guess. It, it doesn't work as good as regret, only because that's what. I asked Alex to write a mm-hmm. uh, thing about for was regret, but, um, but yeah, I, I think being a stickler. Oh, so on you that, reverse in, engineered the red, yeah, 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 you yeah. said, here's said, the give, answer. Give me a riddle. Yeah, yeah. Give oh, me, okay. give me a riddle about, oh, regret. about give regret. me, a, give yeah. me a riddle about fire, which right? I totally knew was the answer. You yeah. know, I was just like involving <laughs> everyone else because yeah. it's a collaborative game. Everyone yeah. uh-huh. so you have yeah, to be yeah. collaborative. Uh-huh. So when of you course. hear that, when we're like, why doesn't he answer the riddle? I wanted to make sure uh-huh. that everyone playing <laughs> gets their moment in the spotlight because as a DM, I know how important that is. Right. Everyone having the spotlight. Yes. Juan, t- okay, so tell us about your uh, your thoughts of the AI and how it did. Um, I, um, I Definitely as a tool, it's pretty good and nifty. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of backend that we obviously don't see as a prep sure. thing. I would assume that you have to feed it information mm-hmm. and then give out information and I bet that can be contradictory and yes. you're like, well, that's not what I said and then it spits <laughs> you a whole new lore and you're like, why am I using you? Right. So, but aside from that, like just for like a quick in the moment tool, it's fine. I do not like using it as a player though, I realize. Okay, so you tried yes. it with the rhythm. Exactly. Because it's just so hard to like find a moment where it can organically fit into the situation. And especially in, in this scenario, when we're going so fast paced, sure. it's like, oh, no, I can, but I don't, you know, the pacing, I don't want to make, I got to make sure the pacing is fine. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. thinking like, like real time use was difficult for you. Yeah. But yeah. like if it, I mean, I mean, obviously in this scenario, it's fine. But like, if you're like, like in a at home game, like, which I think you've done before with playing mm-hmm. Piper where you've like just pulled out like a song or something, right. it's fine. Right. Cause I mean, everybody's going to wait for it. Everybody's okay to wait yeah. for it. Cause you're, you know, everyone's there playing t- there to have fun. But here's like with the, like having to kind of be a little bit on task with it being in one shot, you're like, well, now I have to wait for it to spill. And then, you know, it just, in that essence, it's a little like, yeah, uh, I actually had an easier time, uh, playing Stillwater, uh, reading Proverbs, uh, on the podcast and I did playing Piper in our home game oh, really? where, where I was reading, uh, uh, songs or rhymes or whatever yeah. it was. Um, but I think I was just, just being in the, the zone and, and really like, 
Stillwater was a character that was always inserting his voice. Yes. Right? He's just like always inserting <laughs> insertion. For those of you who don't know, Stillwater's from season two, right? Yeah, Stillwater's from season two. One of the funnest characters I've ever played. And uh, he, uh, yeah, it, it was just... But but part of playing that too, I wasn't in a mystery campaign, right? Like right, you, were, you yeah. guys were. Mm-hmm. I was not. I was not paying attention to anything. That whole <laughs> right. Time. I was just asking for prompts and spitting them out. Gotcha. And going and spitting them out and. Uh, yeah, because it became hard. Like, okay, like, we're talking about this. Let me try to. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, we've moved on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like that did we've a we've lot. moved on. Yeah. I don't want to like. You know, mm-hmm. go back. We've moved on. Hey, remember that forest we were in? Can I about <laughs> yeah, quick? Seriously, like I had like, I have one like, hey, give me, like, I wrote like, I wrote several actually. Yeah, Let yeah. me like just give you like the forest one. Give me a rap about living trees allowing me to passage through. He's like, hey, sure. Listen up, my wooden friends. I know we're stranger, but let's make amends. We're on a mission. We're in a rush. We need to pass through and not, don't make a fuss. So it's like, so I did it, but like by the time we would go through these things, it would be like, oh, we already like, Mm. I'm like I'm not gonna you know that's, yeah. pretty, that's some pretty sick licks though right. I, know, yeah. I know I know they are so like I did that I was like oh give me one about the tower man give me one about the graveyard the the, yeah. the Raven family so I I tried but like like I said the pacing of the story made it really hard to try to insert it for and sure like try I remember like give me one about the flaming sword but yeah. The, uh, talk, talk to me about your characters. Uh, usually when you play D&D, you aren't forced to play a specific race and class and uh, uh, and a backstory made up by somebody else. What, what was that like for you as a player, just being on this show and having all that um, where you got to work with it a little bit, but also some of the choices were taken away from you? I forgot I had a weapon. Like <laughs> the chime magical item didn't even pull it out once. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot about this. Like, mm-hmm. sorry. But, yeah. um, I think, I mean, I, I think it was, it was sometimes it's just fun. Like not having to a hundred percent have to think about something right? because you want to, like, I, you want to give your character some personality and sometimes you're like, Oh yeah, I can grab a pre jet. No, no, I also want to put some work in it. So it's nice having that 50 50 where you're like, Oh yeah, I can work with this. I can make it better. I don't have to obviously stick to what they're saying, but, but then it, but like you said, it's like, Oh, now I have to learn how to play a bard that fights and, fight with a fighter and i've never done this class why did i choose this uh, yeah, yeah yeah you run into those like uh, how does this work interesting what about you eden yeah i liked getting out of my comfort zone like i had never heard of a fur furl fur blogs fur blogs they're the best fur bulk that was my first character i just hold such a special um so and i like that like during the character creation episode i thought you did have to take it like take everything that Alex gave you. But then I noticed how like Tyler kept on asking for a rewrite of something. So yeah, again, like going back to the assistance part of it, of just like, okay, that was a cool thing that you produced for me, but I actually want to go a different direction with that. Yeah. In fact, that was our original concept for the show is what, whatever Alex gave. Yeah. First time, that's what you take. That's what you go with. And it didn't take long for us to go. Yeah, you can do better. Yeah, uh-huh. like, like, and and why not? Like, we we made up these rules. We can change the rules. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we asked Alex to make up some rules for no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with how those weapons work, sometimes, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, he some of the weapons that we get created out of there and the magic uh, features, functionality, whatever, way, they can get a little uh, overpowered. Yeah, yeah, they get a little overpowered because they. You don't get a you don't get to tell it what level you are. You don't get to like balance it out to be like. 
ooh, is this too much? Is this too little? But th- that was really our original approach, Jason and I. We had thought, let's just make the AI create the whole story, and it doesn't matter if it sucks. We'll just, like, run through it, and it'll be funny. Um, but some of it was, like, it was just, like, not cohesive enough to right, be entertaining. Right. right. right? Mm-hmm. So we had to, we're like, okay, that's not working. But with a little bit of massaging, we're, we've actually found that we can get, you know, over the last three seasons or so, some pretty interesting um, campaign ideas or at least uh, encounters that are similar to things I've done in the past, but also very different, right? Yeah. So how, many time do, how much time do you guys spend with... That's a great question. With um, good old Alex, the language lord. Like, what? what is the usual, like... Let's brain shop this. With yeah, Alex so works with our, you guys. Our, actu- our DM prep that we do before the character creation, uh, I think those edit, edit down to about an hour, uh-huh. and we edit about a third of it out. So it's like an hour and a half or whatever. Okay. normally what it takes to do that. Um, so, that we're, so to be clear on that, that is like the initial concept of the core piece of what the one shot is going to be. We get from a sliver of an idea of just like oh i want like jason's was uh what was yours for i I wanted uh, oh for a tournament i wanted alex the language lord to be the big bad that's what he started with mine was i wanted it i wanted a uh for season two was i wanted um a campaign based off of the movie fight club right and then yours and then ours for this one was i want a player to end up being betray the party and yeah, so, so that's with that starting prompt, it takes us about an hour to go from prompt to the story created, the to the skeleton of the story, the skeleton right? Of the, story. the skeleton of the story. And I think that yeah. what Jason has, has done and the, and the way that we've done it is being able to like have the character creation and then come back to it, right? Is from what we've seen integral to like really making the difference between turning a boring skeleton into something that is more tangible experience related to each of us in, mm-hmm. in a way that makes more sense. And, and how much, how, how much time do you usually put into that? Um, you know, I, I enjoy that part. Yeah. So, so more time. I think Jason than, puts more time than I do. For yeah. Sure. I, but, but I was having fun. I, I really had a blast like with the paintings and the journals, right? That was yeah. my favorite yeah. moment. And I was like, like I was, I just wanted more. I was like, yeah, do this, do that. And, and what else could we have in these things? Well, let's do magic items. Well, let's put the magic item on the top. And then, and then honestly, like I had to create a magic item. It created this flame um, blade for, for Kaylin. And then I was like, flame blade, how, how does that fit into the story? So I had to like, you put the pieces. Yeah. I, I kind of put the pieces together. It was, it was like, it gave me all the Legos and I built a, a ship out of it or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and I guess to answer your question, Juan, for me, like, I do less of that building that that Jason does, where I I try to more explicitly like force the AI to come to conclusions and decisions for me. Okay, and I think that uh, it's more of an experiment on my side that I'm like trying to just see where I can take it. You're trying to push goes. the boundaries of it. Yeah, Jason is uh, Jason's approach is like, hey, let's take these pieces, and he adds his creativity and trying to like smash into something, and then tells it, hey, here's what I've decided. Now take this. Right. And mine is more like, I want to see how creative you can be without, with as little is 
explicit direction for me yeah. as possible. Yeah. So it sounds like you take the more technical approach. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take the more creative <laughs> approach. Is how that, that what is that kind of how this works? Yeah. Or am I just shooting yeah. in the dark? Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Uh but I I mean part of it like that Jason and I have talked about is is like taking those pieces and learning from it. And, and I feel like we've learned a little bit every single season that we've gone, we've just learned a little bit more on how to like make it work better for us or what we can do to make it work. Uh but what some people don't actually know is the first two seasons, season one and season two, um, we recorded our DM prep episodes simultaneously, mm-hmm. independent mm-hmm. of each other. So okay. he did it and I did it basically on the same week. And we didn't we didn't really even listen to the other persons knowing like how it was going to go through or what we were going to do. We just kind of ran with it. Um, so I think that's a great question, though, Juan, like, like how we do that uh, and how much time it takes. So I think, as you were, you were saying, Eden... It being a tool, mm-hmm. I think it does two things. That one, it can very significantly speed up the process for uh, creating environments, situations, um, and really adding to some degree a level of depth that, that some DMs have a, a difficult time. Yeah. Doing. And I think for like people like uh, Jason who have that creativity, it like, helps them very, like, even more quickly get to a point where they can put these things together. And for people like me who, not that I'm not creative, but maybe somebody who isn't creative, right? Can, mm-hmm. can get yeah, that yeah. stuff kind of like handed to them and make them feel like that they're adding a layer of depth that may have been what they believe to be outside of their level of creativity, right? Which, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. believe that people, it's outside of their realm, but some people think that it is. And yeah. As a DM, like I, I think of myself when I DM as one of the players and, and the, the enjoyment I get is the story that. Oh, for told, real. I mean, it's right? definitely what it is. Yeah. And, and, and your prep is part of your playing, right? Yeah. That's, that's the time where it's you're world true. building and, and it can be a lonely part of mm-hmm. D yes, as well. Right. It and, is. And, and what I found is when I've got Alex there to bounce ideas off of, it becomes more collaborative than, yeah. than it normally is. Yeah. And that kind of collaboration and creativity just sucks me in. Like, like yeah, yeah, I yeah. could, I could spend forever just, you know, you know, having a hundred rooms in this tower and creating all this stuff and not caring whether we ever played the game or not, because I already had, because you had the outlet of it. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause there is that kind of like, especially when you're a DM that like a little sadness of like, this was really cool, but you guys just didn't care how cool it was. <laughs> but, you know, no sweat. I spent like two hours thinking about this, and you guys just solved this tree puzzle in like a minute and right, yeah, didn't right. think the trees were cool, but all right. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a big deal. No or big didn't deal. even no explore the graves. Yeah, or didn't explore like that, the graves. Yeah, yeah like but there's but stuff in the graveyard, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> there. yeah. You know, it's funny about you mentioned that, though, because I felt like knowing that there was information. I was playing it on the side of like, no, 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 no. You guys don't want to see what's going on over there. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't look mm. into that. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it was my stuff and it would have been my magic item, but it was, it was interesting to be of that approach of like, no, no, no. I'm just going to get through the door. Come on guys. Everybody over here. Everybody just no. uh-huh. avoid those tombstones that have the names <laughs> of my family on it because uh-huh. you might figure it out if you think about it long No, time. for sure. I, I, definitely. If we would have, like I said, if we would have spent more time in that graveyard, right. I feel like there would have been like a little bit there, red, there was li- cool stuff light, light. There would have sure. been light bulbs. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah there yeah. would have been more like subtle, less subtle clues about like, okay, wait. This I would have got these weird sidelong looks. And, and when we got to the tower, you would have been like, how about you go? So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Alden. Yeah, yeah. So. 
anyway, uh, any last fi- final comments or anything that we didn't talk about you guys wanted to add? No, this is super cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was super fun. I don't know if I would play a bard again oh, okay. <laughs> with, with chat GPT okay. by my side, but I'm by myself probably maybe, but you know. Yeah, it was a. It's I don't know the the always the. It's good because it's a one shot, but the always like oh this is a new character kind of trying to even if you had like the years of playing like what what is a fight a fighter right you would think the most basic character in the game like what does a fighter do but I was really like what is a fight what this seems so simple yeah but yeah. why can't I throw a spell okay right because I didn't choose that yeah because <laughs> it, it seems like most players when they play they have like two or three classes that they go to. Like right. the, these are my classes. These are my races. This is what I play. I'm good at this. I understand these roles, and yeah, I yeah. can fulfill these sure. these roles. And this uh, this podcast pushes our players outside of, of those. the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for sure did. I mean, I usually nothing martial. Yeah, like I. It's not that I don't like it. I just like spells more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Marshals are fine. I just like spells more. Spell more. Even when I'm like do a cleric, like now spell mm. spiritual weapon. Yep. Yeah, over there. I'm over here. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. Uh, next time, then you'll just have to ask the right questions. To yeah, ask. I'll just <laughs> just be yeah. notice. To create my character that does not. Some use things it. you probably didn't notice is when Tyler was creating his character and character creation. It's like, uh, I think I want to play like a spellcaster of some sort, <laughs> yes. maybe a wizard or something like that. Uh-huh. I did, and that was intentional because it was required for the story. Yeah, <laughs> throwing your. Is there a lich? Is there a lich? Is there a lich? <laughs> Do you think Simon's a lich? <laughs> Simon's a lich. <laughs> He's got to be around here somewhere. It's like, yeah. oh, Diversion. something's something's watching us. You, you yeah. are watching Someone us. <laughs> he might be watching us the whole time. Yeah, I'm right yeah. here. I'm just <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Eden. Any final thoughts from you? Yeah, this was to- totally fun. Thanks for inviting me. Oh yeah, yeah. And thanks. I hope to make uh, another one. Another oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Can I come back? Yeah, we'll for see. sure. Yeah. We'll see for both of you. We're gonna roll some dice. And- <laughs> <laughs> I realized also I forgot my catchphrase. What was my catchphrase? Did I ever have <laughs> one? Yeah, what was your catchphrase? Like I was like I was like because you were like you were so great with your catchphrase <laughs> that I was like I don't know what my catchphrase is, and yeah, I don't. I and then I'm like remember. I don't think I made one and. No, I'm pretty sure we gave everyone a catchphrase. That's actually, yeah. it's funny though, because that was one of the things that Jason and I talked about. And I wonder what, how much we're going to keep using it because we find that we give the catchphrases and then it's like 50-50 on whether right. or not they make it into right. the episode. It, it almost mean it, you almost need like, I need like a, a life motto, something that I live by. Sure. And, and that, that's, you already have that in the D&D creation. Right. Or, or the, what are they called? The... Flaws, bombs, Flaws, all bonds, that, all yeah. that yeah. stuff. Yeah, so you get similar stuff in there, but it would be nice to get something um, specific for a character that gets generated. All right, Tyler, any last thoughts from you? No, just uh, like and subscribe. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> hit the smash button. Like, smash that like button. Like, 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 like that smash button. Like, like that, that smash, smash button. button. <laughs> smash that share button. Uh, no, I don't think that. Again, we we appreciate you both coming out. I know that it is. For for people who've never been on a podcast before, it's always a little bit uh, scary. Scary to get on the 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 podcast and know that your voice is going to be out there. But we oh, appreciate people no. joining us. I didn't even think about it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Juan. No one's gonna. Somebody might just take your voice and train another AI bot to be able to use it and call yes. into your bank and then get your 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 account and steal all your information by training AI on it. But don't worry about it. It's unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, thanks everyone for joining us on another adventure. 
Uh, we'll catch you next time in season four of Adventure Ooh. AI. We hope you enjoyed season three of Adventure AI, The Tower of Sacrifice. I'll be cooking up a new adventure in season four for you. Now go find a like button somewhere and smash it. <laughs>